a very popular TV show, and I would love to know if you're watching it. We've talked about it on the show before because, of course, as you know, uh, I was on one of the seasons. No, this was a while ago. This was season seven. We're currently on season 11 of Big Brother Canada, but we're going to get a little behind-the-scenes look of how the competitions are made and what it's like from the producer's perspective. Uh, we're going to be having a conversation with someone who was a producer on seasons one and two, and then uh, another producer who's been uh, a producing for the last four seasons. So how has the show changed? What goes into coming up with some of these competitions? And how do you know what storyline to follow? If you if you watch the show, then you know it's a giant social experiment. And even if you aren't someone who really enjoys reality television, maybe you're not somebody who watches much of this, you can still appreciate the fact that it truly is a social experiment. You take generally 16 people, sometimes 14, you put them into a house, they're from all different backgrounds, and you see what's going to happen. Someone wins power every single week and nominates two of their fellow house guests for eviction, and it's the manipulation and the scheming to try to stay in the house and not get voted out by your fellow house guests that creates all of that spicy drama that we all love to watch. So we've got senior producer for Big Brother Canada, a current producer for Big Brother Canada, Corey Bell, joining the show. Corey, good to talk to you. Thanks for being here. Hey, how's it going? Doing very well. I really appreciate your time. Corey's not alone, though. Corey is also joined with Maureen Riley, who's a freelance producer and former challenge producer for Big Brother Canada for seasons one and two. Maureen, thanks so much. Hello. Hello. I'm so excited to talk to you both because, of course, uh, I was a contestant on Big Brother Canada, but also because it's something that I think is just huge. It's hugely popular. So many people watch this show. So many people really support the show. And from a television perspective, it's it's often seen to, um, from a production standpoint, really, I think, outperform its counterparts in other countries, uh, which is something I think we can really feel proud to brag about as a Canadian TV show. For a long time, I think something that was made in Canada didn't necessarily have that same clout, and this show really does. So uh, Maureen, from the beginning, I think you should be really proud of what you're able to create, and Corey, as someone who works on it now, I just want to applaud you for the way that the show looks. I think it it just is so (laughs) polished and professional. I'm curious... Oh, thank you. From from my own self-serving perspective, were you a producer on the season that I was on? Have you been a producer since season seven? Oh, was I ever. <laughs> I definitely was. I was a challenge producer uh, in your season. I've been around since season five. Okay. I, on your IMDb, it said since 2019, and so I thought that, that was when you started. But okay, you've been you've been around doing this for uh, for quite some time. Okay. Well, we won't yeah. we won't make this completely <laughs> personal to me, but I'm glad that we do have some sort of a relationship that I guess I'm finding out about right <laughs> right now. Yeah. I want to I go to you, Maureen, as someone who started on the show in the early seasons. How do you get your inspiration for some of these challenges and some of these competitions, especially when you're starting from the ground up? Well, first of all, I have to applaud Pete Farragher and his team because he's one of the most creative people I've ever worked with. So it was a real pleasure to work with him. And any idea I would bring to him was met with, you know, such enthusiasm and and glee. So that was a a great creative space to work in. Um, And then I just found I was moving 
through life looking at things differently. Um, anything that was big and colorful and fun, um, I just wanted to make it bigger and better and put it in the backyard. So it could be anything really. Like one of my favorite challenges that we did was the bumblebees, which was so simple to sell to the group because it was just so what like so visual and to see Emmett in a bumblebee costume was just maybe one of the best things ever. You're not afraid to embarrass your contestants and make them look absolutely ridiculous and that's what's really fun as someone who's not only taking part in the competitions but also as someone who's watching. Corey I'm curious have you ever created a competition that didn't work? Maybe you tried it out with the fellow producers and it just it didn't it didn't follow the plan? Uh, yeah I mean every year when we start conceptualizing we i think i'll have this great idea and then when we build a prototype i'm like oh you know what it actually just doesn't work that that well so then either you pivot and make it work or you just scrap it entirely and run with another idea you had so yeah it does happen because we we test everything so meticulously um run multiple people through it just to make sure that it all works really well and sometimes you discover things especially in recent years when we have new creative and like really want to push the envelope with original content you do discover that something actually doesn't work as well mm -hmm. as you might have thought. So, yeah, it does happen. There are a lot of Koreans. Oh, sorry, Maureen, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, Corey and I had a phone conversation a couple of days and we were swapping war stories, which was so <laughs> hilarious because inevitably there's something that you just do not see and the house guests are so clever and they're going to do something in a different way that you could have never imagined because they want to win. They are so, you know, smart and desperate to win. So you just can't catch it all. You Is just can't. Are, are those the moments that help you decide which competitions to bring back? Because so many of them are repurposed in new ways. Maybe they're designed a little bit differently with some different costumes or different elements, but they are essentially the same type of competition. So what, what Maureen makes you want to bring something back? Um, I think if it works, if it works properly and you can put a twist on it, but like Corey said, you're always trying to be bigger and better and do things differently. And you can actually do the same thing over and over again because the house guests will be on you very quickly and figure it out. So you always want to stay ahead of the game and, and put as many twists on something as you can. Yeah, you need to because, I mean, the people that are in the house have nothing to do but think and scheme and, uh, you know, strategize as much as they possibly can. And with that being said, they also have nothing to do but talk game. And it's filmed 24 hours. There's so much talk about the game happening at all time. I'm so curious how you figure out which storylines to follow and which narrative to put on, on the show and how to know what to, to show audiences. I want to get to that question in just a moment, but Corey, Maureen, we do just have to take a short break, so we'll get right back into it. We're talking about the behind the scenes of Big Brother Canada with two producers, one current, one former. Chelsea on will be right back in three minutes. We're talking Big Brother Canada with some producers of that show. Current and senior producer for Big Brother Canada, Corey Bell, is here. And former producer for Big Brother Canada, former challenge producer, excuse me, Maureen Riley is joining us as well. Corey, Maureen, thanks so much for sticking around on hold. Uh, really appreciate both of your time this afternoon. No worries. Of course. I'm curious if you if you wear different hats as a producer. I understand that both of you were challenge producers in some capacity, uh, but Maureen, did you get to did you get to experience a different type of 
producer role when you were doing the show? Were you ever someone that was speaking to contestants or directly involved with them? Oh, yeah, for sure. So as a challenge producer, you become Big Brother, um, and you kind of walk them through the the game and the rules um, before. Um, so, yeah, you're, you're talking to them regularly, and to them, you are Big Brother. It, it's something I think that is so unique it, to to create a show where you're filming people 24-7, you're watching all of these different interactions that you're having. You must feel a really intense closeness to some of these contestants and some of these players. Can you speak to that a little bit, Corey? Yeah, for sure. I mean, my office alone has a big monitor with a bunch of screens and I can hear what everyone's saying and you you come one of the biggest surprises to me was you really come to care for them as people because sure outside of the competition moments and the ceremonies and the evictions there's so much downtime and we hear all the conversations and you really humanize these people and start to care about them and empathize with them and you hear these details about their life and so it is really interesting because you feel like you get to know someone so well that has no idea that you're even listening or that you're even there. So it's a, it's a very unique part of the, the job, for but, sure. But then, Maureen, that must be so strange when you speak to them outside when, when the game is over, right? Well, it's so funny because, you know, you you do the whole show. You, you Exactly what Corey said, you feel very close to them. Um, you know all about their lives. And then you go to the rap party, and they don't know who you are. Like, you can walk right by them, and they have no clue. Um and it, it's just a very, it's a very weird feeling, for sure. Yeah, I remember talking to one of the yeah. camera guys at that rap party, and he said, it's very weird to have a conversation with you because you used to do your makeup into my camera lens every morning, <laughs> and I, I didn't know we had this intimate connection with one another. It's so strange. There's so much conversation that happens within the game, so how do you choose which storyline to follow? How do you decide what's going to go to air? Do you have people just listening to these conversations 24-7 and picking the ones that you think might have the most traction? Corey? Yes, yeah. So we have loggers and people in our hot seats who are following certain storylines. So I would say if you find yourself in, um, let's say you have a dominant alliance that's really controlling the game, of course, story is going to revolve around them. So you watch them carefully. You need to tell that story. It's a little bit risky because you're kind of choosing because we're a live show. You almost risk choosing which storylines to follow because that person could be voted out next week and that story is done. So you just pay careful attention and um, you try and just focus on which stories are essentially driving the greater story of the season. Maureen, when you were on the show and you were producing um, competitions and challenges in seasons one and two, I mean, you're, you're, I can imagine you're start, sort of modeling the show based on other iterations of Big Brother in other countries, but you're still sort of starting from the beginning. What were some of the challenges to creating a new show at that time? Um, well, we were trying to figure out the backyard. It was brand new. We were trying to figure out the space and what we could fit in it and what we couldn't. Um, I should mention, though, um, before we started, we had a, a couple of days with Endemol where they came over and they kind of gave us a crash course for a couple of days. So we did a couple of ch like smaller challenges with them and they kind of walked us through what could work, what didn't, how we should interact with the um, 
house guests. So they gave us a little bit of an intro to it. And then I was working with um, Trevor Boris, who is a great producer, and he was such a super fan that I leaned on him heavily because he knew the game really, really well and how, how to set up a challenge to be tricky and difficult so i was really lucky to have trevor as such a super fan by my side yeah and someone who's developed such a great reputation for for his involvement in the show Corey, on the season that's currently airing can you give us any kind of a of a tease or a preview of what's to come <laughs> yes, uh, I would love to dive into it, but of course I have to keep my cards close. But what I can say is we're going very big for the end. Um, as we stare down our finale three weeks from yesterday, uh, our last uh, few challenges in the lineup are <laughs> are very exciting. Well, exactly. So I probably should leave it at that. That's all I can say. Okay, still still a great tease, and anyone that's been watching this season has been <laughs> highly entertained. This has been such a good one. They're all so good for all different reasons. Really appreciate both of you being here and sharing your perspectives. Senior producer for Big Brother Canada, Corey Bell, thank you so much for your time this afternoon. Of course. Thanks for having me. And Maureen Riley. Thank you. Freelance producer and former challenge producer for Big Brother Canada. Maureen, thanks so much. Thank you so much.